Hey, hey. Hello, hello. And welcome back to the Girls Like You podcast. I'm your host, Grace. And I'm Megan. And today we are talking about the ups and downs of the healing journey through a breakup and me being single. Yeah. So let's Let's get get messy. messy. We're on. We're live. We're on another level, guys. We are on such another level, guys. I, this sound, I'm like, is this ASMR? It is so good. Guys, if you were, if you listened to last week's episode, you know that our quality was kind of, well, it was kind of, it was was, straight trash. It was was straight trash. Um, So we finally got a mixer and Mm -hmm. I think our quality is better than from before. Oh yeah, Like, well, before we were recording with a TV it, it's kind of hard to it's hard explain. to explain but last week we were recording with just, just like one, one mic, microphone and now the quality is so good with this mixture i'm very impressed yeah i am like shooketh this is shooketh. literally amazing so Ugh. good anyway um let's not forget about tuesday tunes yes. like we did last yes. episode let's so just let's, start with that yeah we're gonna start Actually, with tuesday tunes what we're gonna start with is where they can follow us oh so perfect. grace where can they follow us oh yes i will tell them right away instagram and tiktok at girls like you pod and you can follow the podcast and download our episodes on spotify and apple Podcasts. so hit us up on there give us a follow download our apps recommend them to your friends leave us a rating and review we would uh, greatly appreciate it oh yes thank you um and yeah, all right, Tuesday Tunes. What okay. do we got? You go first. So mine this week is Galway Girl by mm-hmm. Ed Sheeran. If you guys don't know, well, you guys don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys don't know, I know what you're going to say, and they definitely don't when know. When we were seniors in high school, and like it was spring. So basically, like this time of the year, mm-hmm. where it starts to get warm out, the sun's out, it's like crisp in the air still so from like winter, but winter it's Winter is melting into, away. Yes. That's when Ed Sheeran's, um, what album was it? divide divide the blue cover yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how i know the blue cover the green cover <laughs> the red um the red his album came out and grace and i listened to it with the windows down sun shining on the way to golf practice like mm-hmm. every day and car. every day on the way to, to school and so the other day we, we left the gym and we were like wow do you know what it smells like in the air it smells like spring yeah. i was like do you know what this weather reminds me of and, and i said that and she's like oh my gosh we're listening to it in the car yeah so that's my song this week that that was like major deja vu vibes it was like the scent just brings you back you know you know certain smells can do that it's crazy Mm. oh yeah for sure especially like the smell and the change of the seasons yes there's a distinct one between every season change oh for sure and it brings up different memories for me Mm -hmm. like not just one like there's different things i associate the smells with yeah yeah i literally that album is such a bop and (laughs) i just have a viv i i have a video of us we were with your parents, I think we were coming back from something. I don't know what we were doing, but we were in the third seat of, which is now your car. Yeah. And we were listening to the song Barcelona, I think. Oh my gosh. And we were dancing and we bopped heads in the video. And we like I, smashed our heads yes. off each other. That's so funny. <laughs> uh, anyway, great album. Love Ed Sheeran. I'm very excited for his new album, which is called Equal, which will be the yellow cover. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, all the colors. <laughs> yeah. And all the mathematical signs. <laughs> Wait, that's so true. Yeah. He has addition, subtraction, multiply. Wait, no. He does not have subtraction. Subtra- I was like, wait, he's like an album called subtraction? Wait, is it? It's not called equal. 
Wait, I'm sorry. I totally messed that up. The album that's coming out is called Subtract. The last one was Equal, the red one. Yeah. And then the blue was Divide, the green was Multiply, and I believe the orange is Addition. Why am I just now realizing that, like... Right? Am I right? Yeah, there's Divide, the X for Mm -hmm. multiply. Multiply. The orange for Add. Yeah, Addition. And then Equal is the red. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm shook. Fun right fact: now. Ed Sheeran was my first concert, and he was amazing. Oh, he's so he good. was very good. Anyway, moving on. Um, my song of the week is "Going Going Gone" by Luke Combs. I've just been obsessed with Luke Combs. His album came out this week. I love it. My favorite song on his new album is "Back Forty Back." I just love it, and something about it, like the lyrics, don't make me want to cry. It's just like the tone of, of the his song. voice well his voice has it as it has an effect like even oh, if the song yeah. doesn't relate to you like his voice is just so good. emotional yeah i was like 100%. oh wow like i want to cry but anyway speaking of crying <laughs> speaking of crying speaking of crying i let's just get right into it i've been crying a lot lately um obviously in the last episode we kind of I mean, I dropped a bomb, not we. Megan has nothing to do with my breakup. I was involved. No, okay. Megan was the one that ended the relationship. <laughs> no. Um, obviously, I've been going through a breakup, so I've been crying a ton. And I just want to, okay, I'll, which I don't even know like what to talk about. You don't need to share any details. Like, I feel like there was just different wants yeah. in the picture. I guess yeah. that's a good way. To, that's a good actually that's very not getting too into it and not giving too much detail away but like kind of covers like the idea of like why all that happened so people have an understanding that like it wasn't like infidelity it wasn't right like anything like that that happened so i guess to give a slight background um basically my parents moved to florida i really want to move to florida in the near future my ex didn't i don't know we just didn't have like the same timeline and goal I would and say. goal um and you know we had some other personal issues that i'm not gonna go into on the podcast but um i basically i just i needed to i knew deep down that like i needed to be with someone that could see themselves moving to florida mm-hmm. um and i i couldn't just move forward in a relationship that was oh maybe um, I needed that like or like an I don't know yeah so and it, it sounds silly but we're at the age where like if you don't agree on like locate like I've been I've talked to my therapist about this it's like big things that you don't agree on that could be relationship deal breakers marriage kids location finances religion those are like five big things that like really do affect a relationship and kind of our make or break in a sense. So um, I ended things even though, and I do want to say, even though I was the one to end the relationship doesn't mean that like I'm not still hurting from it. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. I feel like a lot of people are like, well, you're the one that broke up with them. So like you're fine. <laughs> no, no, I think everyone, whether you're breaking up, we've had this conversation on a previous episode, mm-hmm. like whether you're the one breaking up with someone or you're being broken up with, like there's different emotions and different hurt that go along with that. Absolutely. For sure. I also think it wasn't even just like the where you want to like end up, like live thing, like 
was florida it was also like in the local area it was never like yeah a, an agreement either mm-hmm. yeah that's true um so yeah i've been single for almost two and a half months now <laughs> time flies yeah um and i obviously i moved to florida to live with my parents and i loved it and i decided already next year that i'm gonna snowbird there from christmas to probably easter so i'm really like i'm very glad that i did this i guess like you're you're happy with the way things play yeah. out um obviously i'm not happy that i that i'm going through heartbreak that i'm putting another person that i do care about mm-hmm. and loved at one point through heartbreak um but yeah i'm i'm happy with what i decided to do and I'm so excited to snowboard in Florida next year. You have no idea. <laughs> Something you can look forward to. And I know that people hate this saying, but I, f- I do believe that time heals everything. Yeah. And some people like really hate that saying. Like they're like, it doesn't. Sometimes it doesn't. But it, over time, like it does. Yeah. You just need to find the positive in situations. And like, that's the one thing you're already looking forward to, which is like good f- that you can set aside like all the hurt and be like, I can't wait to do this next year. And like, maybe if I was with this person, then I wouldn't have been able to do that. Yeah. That's another thing. Like I'm trying to stay away from is like, think of the what ifs. And we were talking about this last night Mm -hmm. because we were talking to our friend Kaylee about boy stuff. Yeah. And I said, just because like someone, and and this is personal experience. My ex was the most gentlemanly Mm-hmm. gentleman you could get like i rarely opened a door for myself i would come home to flowers like yeah i was treated very very well mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean like you won't find someone that treats you even better mm-hmm. and or does those same things right too. and does those same things and that and that doesn't mean that that person doesn't have flaws either and you know i think for me i'm just trying not to get in my head about the the what ifs or like oh my god i'm never gonna find someone that nice and then you know what I, you know, I'm just going to say it. I, I am like, I'm trying to move on. Okay. Yeah. I went on a date, mm-hmm. I guess you could say the man cleaned off my car in the morning full of snow. So it kind of like, like, you know what your point, like that you were point. trying to like, not, I wouldn't say prove your point, but it kind of helped your, those fears alleviate right. those fears. Because I remember vividly, we were going on a walk around our town Mm-hmm. And you were saying like, he does all these nice things for me. Like, what if I can't find someone that will do nice things for me? Like the way he does. And I remember I asked you, I said, is it something that any other guy like wouldn't do for you? And you're like, probably not. Like, I think every guy would, should get a girl flowers and open their car door. And I was like, exactly. Mm -hmm. And I think that's like a good perspective to look at it is it doesn't mean it doesn't take away from them being a nice person. It doesn't take away from them being a gentleman, but like that's what most guys should do anyway. Right. And I also think like, I don't want people to think that I'm like lazy and I expect, you know, my partner to do things for me, but acts of service is my love language. So if like you do the dishes, I'm like, oh my God, thank you so much. Like doing things to keep, I don't want to say my environment, but like my home nice and tidy Mm -hmm. or just doing something that taking it off my shoulders, like that means the world to me. Yeah, exactly. Doing those things is always just really i don't know important but and i think you realize that like okay like maybe there is another person out there that can also do acts of service yeah for me mm-hmm. so that's a really positive spin on like and that's a good point that you made about like like what we were talking to my friend kaylee about mm-hmm. last night like he could do all these things and like he might be saying all these things and but 
so some other guy might be able to do that right. for you but you won't know unless you Try. step out of that comfort mm-hmm. zone of like being with who's comfortable right and i think that's like a huge thing in like a healing journey we can get into that i i, I have the, something written down about that that I yeah like Go it's ahead. like the going back to comfort is really hard for people to like push forward um i've done it <laughs> multiple times uh i specifically did it four times with one person like i went back to someone four times because it was what was comfortable and it's yeah. one of the times was during my grandma's death like we had become friends again mm-hmm. my senior year and we had been broken up for eight months eight months i was broken up i was doing my own thing i had taught i had dated other people i had slept with other people i had quite Lived literally it moved and moved mm-hmm. on um and we became friends again and yeah there was like a little bit of feeling still lingering yeah but then my grandma passed away mm-hmm. and this person was there for me yep and i fell back into the comfort when i was in a very very vulnerable, vulnerable place place and i don't know what would have happened if my grandma hadn't passed away i probably still would have maybe talked to them a little bit but right i think everything in my head was heightened at that time and i couldn't separate certain emotions from other emotions so i thought i wanted this person back i thought i loved this person mm-hmm. still i thought things were going to be good again and then like after everything like faded with my grandma and we graduated things went right back to normal and yeah. i was like okay i just fell into the comfort mm-hmm. it's actively fighting not to go back to a relationship or comfort is very hard and it's, it's very powerful once you get past that hurdle mm-hmm. and it's not like sometimes it's just convenient you know and i've done it before megan's done it before and it's just it's maybe deep down you know it's something that you don't really want but it's convenient and it's making you feel good now mm-hmm. but then down the road you realize like no this isn't what i wanted and that's just part of life um i think it takes a lot of, it takes a lot out of you to like really f- push it away because you like the the feeling of missing someone sucks yeah like it i feel like it puts like these blinders on and you can't see anything but like i miss this person i want to be with this person so if this person showed up at your door you wouldn't rationally think out like all the bad things that had happened because i feel like also we talked about when you go through a breakup your brain like just plays back all the good memories Mm -hmm. and doesn't play any of the bad memories so it's kind of like that yeah uh, until you see something and you're like oh yep that's why Mm -hmm. which is i mean i i feel like i've been i don't know i i have like i said we had our own personal issues and because of that i i feel like i started grieving the relationship before it ended i agree um so right now i'm i'm kind of just I feel like I'm a little in this in this stage where I feel guilty because I'm I'm I hurt somebody. Yeah. Which I mean that's inevitable. Mm-hmm. I, I feel terrible that I hurt someone. Um but like I'm not gonna put my life on pause and, and you have to do what's best for yourself. Yes. And so the one thing I, I saw this thing on TikTok and I wrote it in my journal because I was bored one night and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna write all the good things that I save on TikTok down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it says choosing to leave your comfort zone is one of the strongest things you can do. And that is so true. And the other one that I wrote down is walking away from someone who feels like home. It can be traumatic. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I think that's why I had I've had a, a challenging time. I, I mean, I'm surviving and I'm doing fine. But it sometimes it's a challenge. I depended so much on my ex because 
I've never lived alone before. Now I'm I'm living by myself. Mm-hmm. My parents moved to Florida. I moved in with my boyfriend. So I, I've never really had to adult. So now he, in a sense, became my home. Yeah. And now I'm I'm my own home. And I'm actually getting comfortable with it. I literally love living by myself. I was literally t- talking to Megan. Mm-hmm. We made dinner together. And I was like, hmm, wow, that's that's nice having the dishes be done right after dinner and not sitting in the sink and soaking. Yeah. <laughs> and like having to only do my dishes like twice a week because my dishwasher isn't full. Yeah, I also feel like living alone, I've never like completely lived alone, but I've had to be alone in situations mm-hmm. like... When I live here, I live at home right now with my parents. Like my parents are never gone usually. And if they are, it's for one night and that's mm-hmm. not a lot. I think the closest thing to living alone would have been with my cousin. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of more like we were roommates and your roommate's not always going to be around. Oh my God. And they were roommates. Do you know that Vine sound? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and they were roommates. And they were roommates. So we like were obviously like she's my family. Like her and her boyfriend are like family to me. Mm-hmm. and yes i was living with family still but they're not my parents so like right. they're not catering to my every need like i had to do my own laundry i had to do my own dishes i had to mm-hmm. cook my own meals sometimes so it was kind of like living with a roommate in yeah. in a sense like my cousin wasn't gonna be my mom and do everything for me right and like they would go away a lot for like a week at a time sometimes and i my to live there i had to watch the dog so that was mm-hmm. my free stay at their house um and it's it's challenging because you don't i think at first you don't have to do it with yourself because yeah. you're like, oh my gosh, what do I do with myself? And some people aren't comfortable with like the silence. And I, that's what I hated the most. I hated being in my thoughts. And like, mm-hmm. that's what I think a lot of people get scared about for like being alone. Even when you're going through a breakup, like not even if you're living alone, but even through, I guess, a healing journey, like we're talking about. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're sitting there with your thoughts. I never, when I go through a breakup, I hate being by myself. Because all I think about is the breakup. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. And I feel like you have to try to like, but you, you get comfortable with it. And so, then you play music and yeah. So my therapist, I told her, I, I told her like during the the week, I'm fine because yeah. I, I work, I go to the gym, I come home and make dinner and I get ready for bed. Like it's yeah. the same thing every day. And then, you know, on Wednesdays, I dinner with Megan's family. And sometimes I have therapy. Sometimes I have appointments. Sometimes I hang out with other people, whatever. On the weekend is when I get like, I get lonely because. Which is completely understandable. And I want to, I want to make like a little, I want to be very clear with what I'm saying. I'm not lonely. Like I, I'm not, I don't need a boy. Like I, I want, I don't know how to say this clearly, but I'm not lonely in the sense where like, Oh, I, I need a partner right now. Yes. Yep. Could I have one? Sure. Do I want one? I'm like, I'm not begging for it, but like, I wouldn't mind. Yeah. But I'm also okay with being by myself. Yeah. Um, I'm more lonely in the sense like, Oh, I'd like to do something with, with people. someone, with right. a person, like mm-hmm. another human being with my yeah. friends, or I'd like to go do something like, Last weekend, I want I went out and I bought myself a new phone mm-hmm. and an Apple Watch, and like yesterday was Friday afternoon. I had a car appointment like mm-hmm. twenty minutes away, and then after work, I went to the liquor store. Yeah, I and I went shopping, and then on Thursday, like I w- worked really early. I like started at six thirty, so I ended at two thirty, mm-hmm. and then I went my by myself and got a pedicure and a manicure. Like I'm just learning to do things by myself, and so my therapist was telling me because. I told her that, you know, I, I get a little bit anxious and like uncomfortable mm-hmm. when I'm like too alone and I feel weird because, you know, I've watched a lot of TV. So I turn off the TV and then I read and I'm like, oh, I'm tired from reading. And she's like, well, it's going to be uncomfortable to sit in the silence. Yeah. But 
And I said, yeah, I know. And she said, but it's a good thing. I said, yeah, I know. But then I get anxious and I start thinking about, you know, all the what ifs or, you know, self-deprecating things yeah, and whatever. Yeah, and she goes, exactly. well, why don't you sit there and give yourself like a prompt? And she said, well, why don't you sit on your couch and think of 19 things in the room that are blue? Oh, like distract your mind. Yeah. And she goes, that's minimal thinking. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to get up from where you're sitting. And but you're thinking about something else. Yeah. And you're keeping your brain active. And I was like, "Mm, smart. I literally did it the other day. I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, this is great. I love it. Thank you. When I don't want to watch TV and I don't want to read and I'm like trying to do something, but I don't want silence. I just play music. Music is a really. Oh, I've been playing a lot of music. Like just like constantly have music on in the background. But I understand the weekend thing because sometimes in the Finger Lakes, I would get so bored because Mm -hmm. I didn't really have a lot of people my age out there. Like all my friends graduated and they went back home. My friends, Carly and Chloe had their lap, like they had a, um, one more year left of grad school, but they, for a while they had clinical and they were like back in their hometowns too. Mm-hmm. And so I would say last summer specifically was really hard for me because when I first, my first like fall winter or my first summer fall winter was really fun. I had some friends at the winery over like two summers ago. Fall was pretty, fun because my carly and chloe were there winter they were there spring i started dating my boyfriend at the time and then he left in may and so like i had all these plans for the whole summer like i was because and it, honestly it's so sad to look back on it because he came into my life at a moment where i like with my friends weren't around anymore mm-hmm. and i had someone in the finger like that yeah. was around my age even though it was a boyfriend i still had someone my age yeah and then when he left and we started doing long distance and i didn't have anyone other than some winery work friends right. like we wouldn't hang out all the time mm-hmm. it was kind of like eye-opening to me like wow i'm really bored on the weekends or oh wow, i'm really bored i had days off that my cousin and pete didn't because i used to work on saturday sunday i used to work thursday through sunday mm-hmm. and i'd have monday through wednesday off and they'd be at work all day yep and i worked on the weekends when they had the weekends off so i would have to fill my time monday through wednesday and it does get so boring so i understand how the weekends can be intimidating for someone who works like Monday through Friday and then has to do something Saturday and Sunday to keep themselves occupied. And I did the same thing as you. Like I would take myself to get my nails done by myself. I would go grocery shopping. I would go to the gym. Like taking yourself to get your nails done is so fun. And like I would go through my dresser and like Mm -hmm. reorganize all my drawers and I would meal prep and like I would try to find things to do. And I think the key thing to healing after a breakup is to not distract yourself too much so you don't feel anything because you want right. to feel as you're going through that because if mm-hmm. you push it away or you push it down and it's something going traumatic happens, it's going to resurface. Yeah, something yeah. triggering. So I think distracting yourself a good amount with like friends, family, or like just your favorite things to do, but also like let let yourself be vulnerable in that moment. Yes, and be alone and like t- take yourself to like to do something. Like even if you could ask someone to go with you, like think oh, I'm just going to do it myself. You know, I'm just going to go by myself because it's like taking yourself on a date. Mm -hmm. I think that was like a key part of my healing journey when I was going through my breakup after like my two and a half year relationship was taking myself to do things that like would have been nice if someone else went with me. But I was like pushing myself because like it's also being, sometimes I used to feel, I don't feel like this anymore. I just feel so awkward alone in public. Like, (laughs) remember we talked about this. I think like, are they looking at me because I'm alone or are they wondering why I'm alone Mm or... So it's, it's definitely hard. I, the silence is hard. Pushing yourself out of your comfort zone is hard, but I think it's all pays off. I think for me, another hard part of just like 
being alone and not having anything to do, you know, or whatever, what we're talking about is that like, for me specifically, I can kind of catastrophize, which Mm -hmm. my therapist and I have talked about many times. I can catastrophize and just kind of go down a hole. And then I'll like last weekend, I had a moment. I'll just be quite frank. Um, I wasn't crying. That's the thing, though. I wasn't crying about the breakup. I was crying. (laughs) This is why I was crying. Um, So basically, I used to work for my church. Mm -hmm. And when I moved to Florida for a bit, they fired me, (laughs) essentially, because I wasn't going to be here. And they needed me here. Um, So when they did that, a higher up at the church told another higher up, um, about why I was leaving Mm -hmm. and they kind of aired my business. Oh, wow. To the church. And I, um, finally told my mother that this weekend because I was just so upset. Did you find out this past weekend that that happened? No, I was just fed up because I had like, I finally finished all the church things that I needed to kind of wrap up. And I was just, I was upset because Mm -hmm. when I, First of all, on Sundays, my ex and I would go to church every Sunday. Yeah. Um, and now I, I don't, I don't have, I don't want to go back there. Well, it's because awkward it's at this point now. One, it's awkward, and two, people know my business, and three, you know what? I've been going there since I've been in the womb. Like mm-hmm. I said, my mom, I, I was literally there in the womb. Yeah. <laughs> and I was crying to my mom. I was like, "This is where, this is a place where I used to go, and I would feel so calm." Yeah. And now if I go, I know I, I can't, I feel anxious. anxious. I feel yeah. like I feel, I don't know. I don't think ostracized is the right word, but I feel like people are looking at me or mm-hmm. like thinking things. And I, I'm just so upset that I don't have a place to go anymore. And so that's what I was crying about. And then I just got into like this spiral about like, oh my gosh, like something's wrong with me. I, I gave up something that was good and, you know, looking past the flaws mm-hmm. and looking past the things that the reason why you did what you right, did. Right. And that's valid. And I'm like, no one's going to love me. Mm-hmm. And I, I and, you know, I. I have depression and I am sad frequently. But when you get into that, like spiral spiral, you are like, oh, I'm sad all the time. I'm never happy. Like mm-hmm. I, nothing's working out in my way. And then something just clicks Mm -hmm. for me personally. And you just get up and go do something. Yeah. Like you need that meltdown. You just need to let let it out. And then you need to get up and go do something to distract Mm -hmm. yourself. Take yourself on a date. AKA I went and bought myself a new phone and an Apple watch. Yeah. (laughs) Um, It's actually kind of interesting that you brought up like the church thing because I, not to like, steer away from the healing i i do have some really good points to make about healing journeys but i like don't go to church anymore because i don't i'm catholic i'm confirmed catholic but i don't wouldn't really say i associate with catholic as much as i used to when i was like younger and like i had to go to religion classes Mm -hmm. i believe in a god i don't really agree with a lot of the stuff that catholics believe in nowadays i i don't think that aligns with like my morals and like my beliefs which is fine that I mean, what you're raised in doesn't mean that you have to like follow that the rest of your life. Correct. Um, I pray before bed every night. I do believe in like a higher God. I believe in like, you know, God wants you to be happy and he's looking out for you and looking over your loved ones. What we should, what we should do is what the point I'm getting to is 
instead of like going to church on a Sunday, we should like go to breakfast or like make breakfast and then not like every Sunday, but like do like devotions on Sundays, like to get like, like a that Bible church. Study. Yeah. Cause I see, I liked going to camp that we used to go, like when we used mm-hmm. to go to Kazawasco because of like the Bible study. Cause it didn't feel like church, but I felt close to God when I did. Yeah. It. Mm-hmm. I never feel close to God when I'm in church. At least the church I used to go to, I never did. But at camp I did. So I would love to do something yeah. like that because then it's like the best of both worlds. Like you can get what you want out of replacing of like the church that you used to go to for sure nice yeah i would i would love to do that um like honestly now i'm so concerned i'm like where am i gonna go to church for easter and i'm like well grace why don't you just sit at home and watch your parents church because i did that last week and i loved it and yeah he's he's a great preacher and all that jazz but anyway um so the other thing i wanted to talk about the healing journey is how like i feel and I think I've told, I don't know if I've told you this or my therapist or my parents. You my lose mom. track of them. <laughs> I, I lose track of the people I confide in and what I say to who and what I say to other people. But I just feel like there's, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of expectations when it comes to the healing journey. And mm-hmm. I, I don't like that. And yeah. I think a lot of it has to do with social media. And I don't know. It's like, oh, well, you have to wait a year before you start dating again. Or like, I don't know. There's just so many expectations. And I I, I, I think it's bullshit. And I really just, I disagree with it completely. I the, It's good that you brought up social media because I feel like social media is, healing on social media is, it's all about like, you should be doing this self-care and doing this for yourself and this for yourself and self-love it's it's great like self-love is great but i feel like it's tiktok in particular makes it seem like if you got dumped or you just broke up with someone that you need to like do all these things and do like say all these things to yourself when like it's like oh i'm doing this when i'm single like i don't need a man i don't need and i know i'm a hypocrite i say that all the time but that's just because i don't like that's that's just i say when i say i don't need a man and i hate men it's because i don't want a boyfriend which is like that's me projecting like that I don't want a relationship and I'm not ready for one but I don't think that means that you're not or that Kaylee's not or my friend Ryan isn't like we're all like those are, I'm just listening off people single my single friends mm-hmm. but everyone's gonna be at a different stage in their healing process and it's not all the same for everybody and everyone's ready to date sooner than other people or later than other people like personally I I know I'm not ready because I know that there's still some stuff I want to work out like internally, like with myself that I just don't think I would be able to like put a hundred percent into a relationship or even like, I think I would overthink too much, like trying to get to know someone because Mm -hmm. there's still stuff I need to heal from past stuff, especially my most recent relationship. Like I've told you that I was like, I'm just angry. I'm confused. I'm angry. I'm, it was a situation where like, I was with someone for almost like nine months and they hadn't, they didn't love me like, and that's hard to wrap my head around. So I'm not ready to date someone because I'm still struggling with that internally. Like, even though I know someone will someday, right? but I'm so scared to talk to someone again, fall in love with um, someone and then them not love me back again. Right. I think we're like our, this is a great example. Our two healing journeys are so different. Like your last relationship, quite frankly, ended badly, I guess you could say. Mm Mm-hmm. Mine, yeah, ended badly, but I was secure in that relationship. So 
I think like I'm more focused on just becoming more authentic and like mm-hmm. just being myself and growing into the person that I'm meant to be. Yeah. And if a man is going to come into my life, then amazing. Yeah. That's weird timing, but sure. Like, yeah, whatever. If it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Exactly. You could be something totally different. Yeah. And it's okay. But yeah, I feel like the, the healing journey in a way is like overhyped, I guess you could say. And it's either like to the extreme of you need to just focus on yourself or you need to go out there and be a hoe. You yeah, know there's saying? like no in between. Mm-hmm. I also, I like that you brought up the authentic self thing because I literally had that written down about healing journey. I wrote down, discover your true authentic self. And I do agree with this one. Like when you're healing, you should be figuring out who you are as a person because yep. when you're in a relationship, it's you and that other person. So when you're not with that person, you need to figure out who, who you, you are, are by yourself without that other person. Yep. And I think finding out your true authentic self is also finding out what you like and don't like. And that involves dating. Yes. To date. You need to figure out what you like qualities you like and don't like from dating or even just talking around, like talking to people. I talk to people. Mm -hmm. I will talk to people and I just know I don't, there's qualities that it's either gives me the ick or it's like, I don't want that in someone. So this is a perfect example. I started messaging this person. Okay, mm-hmm. judge me or not. People, I've literally had someone saying, wow, that's really quick that you went on a date. Like, bitch, shut the hell up. Yeah. You're not me. You don't know my emotions, whatever. But this is not about that person. This is about a different person. He, I'm, I have the ick now because this man is so clingy mm-hmm. messaging me 24-7. I'm like, dude. You don't want it. You know that you don't want that someone was that's like, your butt. Yeah. I've even, past relationships, even before this most recent breakup, I have had an issue with, people being up my asshole mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I can't stand when people are too clingy like I need space like I need to have my own room yeah like and I just I can't I can't deal with it it's an ick and the fact that somebody thinks just because I laughed at their joke they have the audacity to message me and think I'm gonna be into them like girl dude yeah. <laughs> let me correct myself get off your fucking high horse yeah Oh my God. I like the odd Like that's when I go back into my circle of, Oh my God, I can't even begin to think about a boy yes, right now. Yes, exactly. Like there's definitely good ones and bad ones. And I think like with my journey of like healing and figuring out like my authentic self is, so I have a tendency when I'm single or in the past, I think I've been doing really good this time, but in the past, like let's go back to like senior year. Of I would like of, college of college. Like when I went through my like really hard, mm-hmm. hard breakup, and I was single for the first time in like almost three years. And it was, it's eye-opening. You're like, oh my God, like so many boys are hitting me up and like I'm getting so much <laughs> attention. And yeah. I've been with the same person for three years and the person that that I great. happened to be with wasn't giving me a lot of attention. So like it felt so good. And I- It feels good, but it's annoying. I mean, that's yes. just for me. Well, it's annoying it's like, to me now, but right. it wasn't annoying to me as a senior in college. Cause like I was a senior in college. I didn't, I went out all the time. I went out to bar night every Thursday. We went out Friday, Saturday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, every weekend like I was like eating that up basically and Mm -hmm. like looking back on it I'm like happy for myself for doing that because I was young but at the same time I was like settling for talking to guys that I didn't even like like the qualities in them and also had a small wiener (laughs) (laughs) but it's like it's so sad because I look back I'm and we'll we're gonna do an episode about like advice to our younger selves Mm -hmm. and if I could give myself any advice it would be like don't just like throw yourself at the first guy that gives you attention. Cause I used to do right. that. And I'm so mad at myself because 
I got into relationships with people that I don't know if I would have dated them if I knew some of the things if I had just waited. Sure. And like maybe like not like just throw my I, I mean I throw myself at a lot of guys and but you live and you learn and I think that's what like with my healing journey now is like one gut feeling that something's like not right mm-hmm. I listen to it because I've had gut feelings in the past where I just ignore it because like I don't want to be alone and I want a boyfriend yeah. and I want the attention and then like so example this guy that I like had a little <laughs> fling with over the weekend I guess we'll call it that we were like messaging a couple like Sunday through Tuesday and then he like just stopped answering me and like I didn't take any hard feelings to it. Like I literally barely know him. Mm-hmm. Um, I like him as a person. I'm like, oh, he's cool. Like we're having some good conversations over the weekend. We had a couple good conversations on Sunday and Monday and then it kind of just like there were some things that were said that were very unsettling off-putting to Mm -hmm. me that i was like i don't know like i don't like that you just said that like that rubs me the wrong way and so it was like stuff like that where i was like okay like this is like if he can if he does answer me again within the next couple days like i'm not going to continue a conversation like i don't want to like get to know him anymore because like Mm -hmm. just because of the couple things he said i was like yeah like i'm not going to do that because i've done that in the past where something's been off and I like just ignored it because it's like oh but like they have all these good qualities and then you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like it's and we we were talking about that last night I was like yeah I'm so glad I that ended like I'm so glad that it was only a short-lived five-day thing because I could have gotten really hooked and then just ignored all these gut feelings and then been with someone who probably would have cheated on me honestly quite frankly (laughs) (laughs) not that I was going to date this kid to begin with but like I could have gotten more invested than I already yeah. But I wasn't even, I wouldn't even say I was invested, yeah. but. I think that like this journey is just all about learning about yourself, yeah. what you like, what you don't like. And yeah, I, ju- I just think it's very interpretive and personal to you. And yeah, it, you literally just learn everything. And I want to go off that. I want to, so I was texting Megan last night. <laughs> I want to read this out loud. Yeah, you should. And I was telling her like, I want, I'm going to write down like what I need in a next relationship. And Megan's talked about on here how she's done that before. Yeah. It's called my, mine's, mine's a little bit more funny. Mine was like my, well, it's not funny, but mine was called my, my dream man's checklist. And I had must haves. And then I had red flags that will not fly sis or something like mine was like, I need to do one like you did. Yeah. Mine is just, I literally have a note in my phone, what I need in my next relationship. And I also just want to preface like, this has nothing to do with my last relationship, like or any of them, like or any of them. This is not about what they were lacking, what they had. This is just in general, in general, what I because before you read this, I can, I'm someone who believes that you can take good qualities from each person and want them in a different person too. Like mm-hmm. I can look back on all my exes, and if I could just take a little bit of each one, like <laughs> all like the goods of each one, and put them into one person, it'd be great. Yeah, but there was they were lacking in certain areas, mm-hmm. but like if one guy is bad at communicating and one's good, but the one that was good at communicating was an asshole in the end and broke my heart. I not going to ignore the fact that he was a good communicator. Like I'll give him that. Like I want that. Right. So I want that in my next relationship. Also before I, well, maybe we'll talk about it after about soulmates. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because I have opinions on that, but anyway, we'll talk about <laughs> that in a second. So I wrote, I need someone who is patient and kind. Someone who gets me flowers on, like occasionally holds mm-hmm. the door and holds my hand in public. Someone who makes me still feel safe and protected, who 
makes me laugh and laughs at my jokes even when they're not funny. Someone who can be my number one fan, who can Mm -hmm. pick me up on my lowest of low days by just giving me a hug. Someone to watch the sunsets with and I can vent to and they just listen. Someone who lets me be myself, but also independent, but also loves to spend quality time together. Has someone who has a plan, but likes to be a little bit spontaneous. Wants to travel and make memories that will last a lifetime. Someone who is open, open and accepting. Someone who doesn't need to be the loudest person in the room. Someone I can depend on and call if I get a flat tire or if I need some something fixed. Someone who is willing to work through the hard things and stay to the end. Who wants to be included in family things and, and is accepting and loves my family like I do. Someone who wants to be the best man that they can be, not only for themselves, but for their loved ones. Someone who has their priorities straight and will compromise and communicate. Someone who is preferably spiritual. That's the title oh. <laughs> Megan was um, talking about earlier. Um, someone who wants to grow life together, get married, and make the ultimate commitment and have children. Someone who is strong and has good judgment. Someone who will never put me in danger or talk ill of me. Someone who will stick up for me when someone is out of place. One that, um, someone who that tries to understand the struggles and accepts my bad, accepts, accepts, not sex, <laughs> <laughs> my baggage. Um, someone I can just be authentic with and love unconditionally. I said, <laughs> the last part is cute. I just want to find my person, dance in the kitchen while making dinner and say a prayer for them every night before bed. I never want to feel not loved by this per- person. I never want to stop dating and I want to do things we both enjoy together and make a life of our own. Yep. And I think that that is cute. So <laughs> it's very cute. And it's also like you're putting that out there into the universe. Like this is like, and you will get that. Like mm-hmm. we will, me, you, any of our friends that are struggling right now, like it's so funny because we're going to look back someday and we're going to be so we're going to laugh because we're going to be with the love of our life. And we're going to tell them, do you know, there was this time when I was 23 years old and I was just so, <laughs> so angry at lost the season and of angry life I was in. and see, like, I think with like healing journeys also have like ebbs and flows to them. Yep. Like some days I'm great. I'm like, I like being single. Mm-hmm. I'm great. Like I'm going to be the best version of myself for myself, for my future partner. And then there's other days where I truly think to myself, like, what if I don't find my person? Like, mm-hmm. what if this is my path? What if it's me, myself, and I, and my family, and my friends, and I won't find someone that's willing to be the man I need in my life? Like, what if someone doesn't meet, like, the standards that I want? And I said to Grace last night, I was like, I'm so picky. Like, I'm so picky. And I'm like, what if, like, that's why I can't find the perfect not the per. i don't want to say the perfect because no one's perfect but right why can't i find a good guy like someone that w- it won't end like mm-hmm. i feel like everything that i think is good ends and it's not my doing every guy like i think like i want to be with either falls out of love with me doesn't love me to begin with or just doesn't have time for me and like that's the worst like i was in a situation chip back my senior year of college actually and i really liked him we had we actually like got along very well. We had a lot of similarities. I had a lot of fun when I was with him. I met his friends. I met his mom. I, we went on dates. He was the first boy to ever buy me flowers. Like he, his, my word, my love language words of affirmation. Like he gave me that. And then he started a new job and he was really busy and he just like 
was like, I'm sorry. Like, I know I'm not like answering as much and I know I'm not like putting in a lot of effort. And he's like, I, rec- I recognize that. I just don't have time. I'm sorry. Like, and then I got put on the back burner and then things fizzled because he just didn't have time. And like, I get that. But it's like, when is it my time to have someone want to make time for me or yep. want to love me? And that's just part of the healing journey too, is like knowing that like, even though I have all these like intrusive thoughts in my head, like one day someone will make all those thoughts like go away and I won't need to worry about like not being loved or not being wanted or not having like I want someone who just wants to hey I want I thought of you we should go do this I'd like you to come do this with me yeah I've never dated awesome. someone <laughs> that like well I, I guess my boyfriend in, in college like he would be like we should go do this like we did everything together my last relationship we'd wake up on a Saturday morning after all, I'd be working all week we'd wake up on a Saturday morning I'd be like oh we should go do this today and he'd be like yeah I have to do a bunch of stuff first and I'll call you later if we if I can hang out like he never wanted he never said to me like hey i want to go do this today with you that's so i was always put on me. the back burner yeah it's very weird well honestly it makes me so sad to like hear you say those things out loud that you think because oh i don't want to cry my god <laughs> what because i know that you're a great person and any man i'm literally gonna cry would be i almost so cried with your fucking letter any man would be so blessed to have you in his life and it's unfair that like people don't recognize that because like I feel the same way about you and mm-hmm. like I hate that you've what, what did you say earlier about like you're scared aren't you what are you scared of that I <laughs> I'm scared of a lot of things I'm scared that I maybe I didn't make the right decision, but I know that I did. Yes. And I think it's like something like that. Like I look at you and I, I see like you're struggling in like internally about it. And like, I know deep down you did. And like mm-hmm. everyone around you that loves, you know, you did. And like, it's sad to see you like think that you did the wrong thing when like, you're so much happier, like you're glowing sometimes. Like, <laughs> whereas before you could just tell like something was off. Yeah. I just, I am, I'm praying for both of us that we just, you know, things fall into place for us because we both deserve it. Everybody deserves it. But being your best friend, I think you deserve the best in the world. So I think the same for you, G. I also think that like, it's so so true that like it comes when you least expect it to. Yeah. Um, Especially like when you're struggling for a really long time to like understand or to like, cause like I have had instances where I was, I was like, Oh yeah, I love being single. Like nothing like, this is great. Mm-hmm. And then my ex-boyfriend came into my life and it was good for a really long time. It was, and it was, I wasn't expecting it obviously it ended poorly, but I know that like there can be good yeah. in, a, in a relationship. I just need something long lasting. And I think you want something long lasting. I think we're both sick of like the long lasting, but then the breakup, yeah. it's like, when is it going to be forever? Like, when mm-hmm. am I going to find my best friend that I could spend the rest of my life with? Like I look at my parents and your parents and my grandparents and it's like, I want that so badly. Yep. Like I want someone that unde- like undeniably loves me unconditionally, wants to spend the rest of my life with me and I will grow old with. Yeah. And it's like, it's very discouraging going through breakups, especially like the older you get, the more you're like, wow, like, okay, when is it? Cause I want to be with someone for a couple of years before mm-hmm. I even move in with someone. I want to be with someone. For oh, you don't get me started on that. I no. literally, <laughs> I told my mom, ain't no way I'm moving in with a man unless there's a ring on my finger. No, no. And it's, it's, it's hard. Like, I feel like timelines are so hard when you're healing. Cause you want to, you're trying to focus on healing, but there also is, especially being a woman, like there is mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like there kind of is a the timeline. The reproductive clock is ticking. Like it's not like, yes, you can, 
you can still have kids when like you're like 33 34 35 right. 36 it's fine but it's more difficult like what if you don't meet your soulmate until you're 40 oh so that's what i wanted to talk about soulmates yeah i love talking about soulmates. i don't know if i believe in soulmates i feel like everybody has i don't here's my thing i don't know if i believe in a romantic soulmate yes i think mm-hmm. that everybody has soulmates out there like i think we're soulmates yes oh yeah it's someone that you no matter what like it's but i just don't just think there's just one person no and i i don't really know if i necessarily the, believe with the romantic think I don't about know. the people who like lose a loved one and then they fall in love again and like they meet another person that is like right. literally their person like right. i also don't believe in one romantic soulmate because i think that like that feeling you get when you have a crush on someone and you fall in love like let's say you like you have a crush on someone you start dating you fall in love with them and you date for a long time and then you break up and that's it that happens over again mm-hmm. like love is like a very universal feeling like i think you can have multiple soulmates romantically and i think i don't think someone that like you end up breaking up with is or end up getting like i don't think a breakup it was that was your soulmate because like i think like i think my parents are soulmates Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that there aren't other people that could have been my parents soulmates either right i agree with you like i don't think there's one romantic soulmate yeah and you shouldn't also put too much pressure on finding your soulmate especially because like there could be multiple and so. everyone has flaws and everyone's yeah no, no one's perfect so i feel like that's another thing with like romantic soulmates it's like oh you're meant to be together like you're just meant to be together you're perfect for each other it's like well everyone has flaws like there's gonna be things that you like about someone that you spend the rest of your life with and things you just don't like about them my my grandma used to yell at my grandpa all the time <laughs> dick <laughs> <laughs> and at the end of the day like i also truly believe like marriage takes work Oh, like yeah. if it was a soul people are like oh they're soulmates like you can get through anything not because the universe wants you to get through anything it's because you put in the work to get through it right. together you put it in the work but that also doesn't mean that i think i just want to be clear a relationship shouldn't be hard mm-hmm. but you do have the work to make it work yeah the relationship should be easy but life is hard yes life gets in the way and that's where you both have to work together mm-hmm. to make each other happy happy life happy wife happy life yeah it's a very true statement so i have a couple questions for grace and her healing journey oh god you do yes i'll just this come up very with unprompted. Fly. okay great so what is your top three things you want to work on throughout myself? your healing journey oh um for of myself mm-hmm. okay or in general um i want to be more comfortable being alone like that's that's, one. A good, that's a great one. Number two, I want to be just more, oh gosh. <laughs> Say it. <laughs> more just open to, I just want to be more broad, open. Like I don't want to be so close-minded Perfect. to other things. I want to just be like, have grace with myself. Mm-hmm whatever happens happens like yeah. i just want to go with the go with go the flow with, go with the flow that's essentially i could have just said that <laughs> i just want to go with the flow um i just want to work better on going with the flow there mm-hmm. and number three i think i just want to work on being more confident in who i am mm-hmm. um because i know i'm good enough for somebody and if they don't see that that's their loss that's the best confidence to have i also feel like confidence is also something that comes in fl- like ebbs yeah, and flows like I, sure. there's definitely days where i'm like hell yeah like i am yeah. so confident today and then there's other days where i'm like 
Oh, God. Yeah, I understand why... <laughs> I'm single. I'm single. I completely understand why I'm single. Yes. Yeah, I feel that. Um, anything else you want to, like, touch on with your healing journey? No. I or just, do you have any advice for any listener that's maybe going through a similar situation as yeah, you? Yeah. Here's my, my advice. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. This is your own journey. If you want to be like, fuck boys and don't talk to any men and just solely work on yourself and go on a cruise by yourself and take a vacation by yourself (laughs) and get into a new hobby then do it if you want to like just go back to your ex maybe think about that if you want to get into (laughs) therapy do it if like just this is your own journey you want to go on dates or a dating app just do Do it it. like this is you're never going to be this young again first Mm -hmm. of all especially in your 20s this is the time to find out what you want find out who you are this is just just be who you want to be do what you want to do and don't let anybody other anybody else's opinions bother you people can give you that we were literally talking about this last Mm -hmm. night i said to kaylee i said these are our opinions we're giving them to you but you don't have to take them and you don't have to listen to them that's the same goes for this people can give you their opinions uh, about your breakup but truly none of them matter except at the end of the day your friends are only giving you their opinions because they care and they just want you to have the information so you can figure out what to do with the information right it's not like i think you should do this it's like okay just know this and this is my opinion on it so do what you want if you need more advice let me know or i'll be here if it goes one way or the other yeah here's my other advice this is for the boys um don't reach out to your friends as friends, your ex's friends trying to get with them after yeah, you break um, up. If you don't f- do that. No, I'll, honestly, it's one of those things where I'm like, I don't mean to, okay, I don't mean to bash boys at the end of this episode because I've been doing good. If I, if I will, tell, I'll tell you guys, I'm not going to tell you guys in detail, but I flirted a little bit this weekend and it was fun. And I think I told Grace, I was like, I felt like I had like no emotions after my, like my last relationship. And I felt like I was like really, really like, fuck boys like i was like i don't want to nail the look at me and i had a lot of fun this past weekend and i got out of my comfort zone i like flirted i got like back out in the game a little bit and i was like okay like i can still have my independence and be single and also like have fun too Mm -hmm. um no but like boys are so dumb like i hate to like throw them under the bus but boys can be if you don't if boys don't think that girls don't talk about things oh like what I just, it's, I do, I just, I don't, I, I can't fathom because girls tell each other everything. And also, here's the other thing that boys don't think about. There's other people out there that care about you that you might not even think of. Yeah. And I had somebody message me and goes, are you two still dating? I was like, oh, no, no, no. He goes, oh, okay, just wanted to make sure because he hit up one of my friends. See, there's people out there yeah. looking, there's people out there looking out for you. Yeah, exactly. Boys, like- don't be silly. don't be dumb we everything we find out everything okay yeah we definitely do and you know what i'm being a little savage and i don't really care did you hear my entire episode of my breakup grace i was i i just aired all his dirty laundry on the internet like i didn't (laughs) even care (laughs) but i mean i kind of regret it now but like whatever it's okay he never listened to the podcast anyway no he wasn't a good supporter anyway so yeah fake fan anyway fans um that's my advice for the men out there or just I guess girls, that's it for you too because, and you know, everybody finds out everything. Yeah, they do. Girls are sleuths. Mm-hmm. Sleuths? Is that not We sl- are great spies and great, great detectives. <laughs> great investigators. We're an FBI agents over here. We will find your Instagram even if we don't know who you are. Yep. 
We will. That was so funny last And night. we'll find your Facebook and your Visco. <laughs> Maybe even your TikTok. And we can find where you graduated from college and your degree in. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to give any context around that. <laughs> if you know, you know. If you were there, you knew yeah, what we were you, talking about. All I got to say is my friends are wild. <laughs> but we, we, were found, we found what we were looking oh, for. Oh, yeah. We did not give up. We did not give up. Anyway, this is a good episode. It's a great app. It was kind of like a little. I'm glad we. This is the first episode I cried on. (laughs) I know. Honestly, I almost cried when you were reading your thing because, like, I agree with every single, every single, every single thing you wrote about about what you want in a man. Very much aligned with my stuff too. Like, it's it's things I forgot to put in in there that I want somebody with good biceps. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was more like emotionally like yeah. there's nothing about physical like looks in there which that's why i like it so much just because like at the end of the day like you want someone with all these qualities but hey I'm glad once you go tall you can never go back no you can't you can't <laughs> go back once you go tall um i like that we kind of lighten up the end of the episode because i feel like we did get a little deep in this one um yeah for sure it was a little somber <laughs> the whole episode but the ending was fun so i hope you I guys think it was filled with good advice though. yeah i hope you guys stick, stuck around like even if it was a little heavy and a little deep um obviously if like you're going through something like it's too deep to listen but you'll come back and like circle back and listen to it ever another time we completely understand that everyone's been there done that so yeah i'm excited for the the rest of the episodes to come this season like we have some good ones ones. coming up and we have quite the surprise coming soon we do and you know what I think on our last episode, we'll have to figure out when we're going to drop season three. Yeah. I think it'll be super fun to just like record in the summer and just mm-hmm. lit it. Megan and I are summer like. Preferably I, after my boards, which I think it will work out good yes, by the actually. time this season ends. I think it will give me plenty of time like from the time the season ends. till after I, like, I think our break will yeah. literally be the time I need to study. Which yeah. Is perfect. Um, Megan and I are sluts for summers. Okay. I love summer. We love summer. (laughs) Summer is when we thrive and we are just going to spend the whole summer together. And we have so many plans. We're going up to Megan's aunt and uncle's camp and we're going to be sitting on that river just living our life. Oh, so exciting. (laughs) LA. And we are tanning, hammocking, drinking, bonfiring, sleeping. We're going to so many country concerts this summer. I'm so this summer is gonna be a good summer. I I know. It's, you know what I saw? It's gonna be. It's gonna be like the summer of 2016. I was just going to say. Were that. you really? That's oh my so god. fucking weird. Oh my god. You that was literally a good took for the word. That was best summer of my life. Oh my gosh. You just took the words out of my mouth. That's so wild. Anyway, season three, summer season. Wait, season. We could do something with. Can the we S's please? There. Can we please? Epi- like title episode one of season three, hot girl summer. Yes, it will be. <laughs> can we please? I for sure so fun hot girl summer yeah hot girl summer the girls are back baby <laughs> for sure anyway all right this was a great episode let's end it here before it hits the hour mark okay and we will talk to you guys on the next one yep follow our podcast on spotify and apple Podcasts, and follow our instagram and tiktok at girls like you pod even though we don't use our tiktok okay thank you yep all right peace and love love you bye. guys love bye. you bye <laughs>